This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue. Q and Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric's Family BBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. Uh, a... William has uh, emailed me and said, uh, that hair story reminded me of this one, and I knew I'd get these. We ordered ice cream from a place called Bombs in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the drive-thru. Wait a minute. In, in Tulsa called what? Bombs, B-A-U-M-S. Bombs. Uh, she took a bite and looked at me, and I knew something wasn't right. Fake nail. Oh, oh man, that's fake fingernail with a little Band-Aid, which evidently was what was keeping it on her finger. Pulled it right out of her mouth. Whenever we bring it up, we still kind of puke in our mouths for that one. Oh, God. Added a crunch. Fake nail, but it's in there. Ugh. Somebody's press on. <laughs> Boy, I tells you what. Yeah, the hair stories, I got a thousand of them on the emails. And, and I always go back to that one time that, my dad's friend opened up that burrito just to add some salsa, and there was a cockroach on its back right in this placed. It was so obvious it was placed there. Placed right in the center, and he folded it right back up and pushed it away. What's going on? He goes, nobody needs to know a thing. Don't touch your food. I'm like, why? Just don't eat here. I'm like, why? He opens it back well, up, and this is, I mean, it was big. It has legs out. Don't eat here. Yeah, I got midway through the fried rice. This was in Columbus. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Carry out. Midway through, and there's half a roach. Ah, you and got one the other one. Were, like, I had to f- voraciously hammered oh, half of that roach. Yeah. Well, maybe you haven't eaten Kirby and Ronnie's hair. Yeah. You go through it so quick. Food can't that. let you down. Brady can't look at food with for having problems. Isn't that food the, can't let me down. That the old saying: What's worse than finding a worm in your in your food? Half a worm. Half a worm in your food. Yeah. <laughs> well, working at Tony Rome is the 
The things you see sometimes. That waiting movie isn't wrong. There's a lot yeah, going a on there. It is a documentary. <laughs> it is an absolute documentary. Brady, you worked at Porkopolis, and luckily you were able to rose-colored glasses. But I met your chefs, and you did not want to make those guys have a rough night because I guarantee you, boogers and <laughs> fly in your direction any chance they got if somebody was – and that one waiter, that uh, Dave guy you had at Porkopolis – the one in Scottsdale? No. He was an older fella. I think his name was Dave. Chatted too much. Talked oh, way yeah, too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember him? I think it yes. was Dave. Yeah. He came to the table once and started to blame the chefs for what was going on. Before you ordered, I remember. Well, no, wait, he's like, ah, we got problems in the kitchen. These guys are way backed up, so it's going to take a few minutes. And ah, it's just... And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Right now, he's mad at the chefs. That means he's mouthed off to him. That means the chefs are staring at Dave going, any of his orders are getting a special treatment. Yep. Boogers egg. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I'll have a water. How's everything going here? No problem, proprietor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, there's no way. When the, when, the, when the one waiter is a problem, his tables were catching grief. And uh, if you're the and, – uh, and I guarantee you if that guy ever got one of those – I don't know if you offered employee discount meals – they took advantage of it. If Dave the waiter at Porkopolis, <laughs> why don't you fire me up a brisket sandwich real quick? I got a break coming. All right, Dave, you got it. <laughs> yeah, they had a nice discount. I bet they did. And they ate a lot of whatever that guy back there was serving up. That one guy that came in, I told this story before, but that kid Squirrely, we called him Squirrely. Nobody liked this guy. He looked like that Encyclopedia Britannica salesman. Remember that that mulleted kid in the oh. red shirt that would sell you on TV years ago? Yep. And he's grown up and he oh, looks, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He looked just like him. Squirrely looked just like that guy. But he was one of those guys, he was a he was a, a young finger gun guy. He had he had graduated to that annoying old man finger gun hello. You know, everybody knows a finger gun guy. We he have was, one here. Which one? Who's a finger gun guy here? You're pointing down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we can't say his name because we don't He'll be upset that he's being... He'll gun you down. <laughs> oh, he gonna, will. You guys weren't talking about me, were you? <laughs> <laughs> finger gun. They talk to you and they throw finger guns at you like it's the Old West. So uh, Squirrely was a finger gun guy and he was like 20. And everybody started, like, annoyed by him. And he comes and brings his whole family. And the manager hated him. James hated him. And Squirrely's walking around in the kitchen because he, he didn't work there anymore. But he say, hey, everybody, what's going on? Pew, 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 pew. Hey, what's up, Toledo? Pew, 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 pew. Jenny, pew, pew, pew. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Squirrely? Pew, pew, pew. Shooting guns. Looking going good back here. Back in the kitchen. And he goes on to that big metal thing and he taps the deal. That's the guy. He looked just like that kid. <laughs> he... Taps the tin and he goes, Hey, the whole family's here, guys. Let's make it a good one. Pew, pew, pew. To Aaron the murderer and uh, oh, no. uh, Tony, the you know the guy who wanted to kill everybody deep down in his heart but never had the courage Aaron had. Uh, and those chefs look back like, Squirrely's telling us to do a better job because it's his family. All right. And Pierman's like, Step it up. James James comes back and goes, If that mother f- comes back in this kitchen one more time, I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, All right, I'll tell him. Stay hey, Squirrely, you got to stay out of the kitchen. We're pretty busy. Like, you get it. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, John. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> then I go back in the kitchen and I see James Pierman with a styrofoam cup pouring it on the brisket that is being cooked in a pan. Uh, uh, 
I'm like, what's James doing back there? I was also a manager. What's James doing back there? Making squirrelies myself. And I'm like, what was that? Or do I want to know? Nope. And I think it was a, Plausible deniability. a girl named Heidi standing next to me. She goes, he peed in the cup. Oh, man. And I'm like, what? And she's standing there. She goes, I'm going to quit. And I'm like, I'm going to watch him eat that, but I'm going to quit too after. Because I got to see what I, I have really no problem with squirrel, <laughs> squirrel eating. I think it's going to boil out all the bad. <laughs> and there's James shaking the skillet with the broth. Giving the, yeah, making a broth. Do not piss off anyone in a restaurant ever. If, I don't care how nice the restaurant is. You have no Or how re- justified you think you, you are. Do not treat the staff mm. poorly. They have the upper hand at all times. They're in control of your meal. Well, I'll just talk to the manager. The manager's yeah. in on it. Yeah. Most of the time, they're not making enough money to be happy. They're barely making it work. They don't need your ass telling them that you're, you're I'll talk to a manager. You're terrible. All right. I can quit this job and get another job somewhere else. Exact same pay. This doesn't mean a thing to I me. I wish I knew the name of that guy that you sent around before, the the guy that talks into the phone about, what do you mean you want to talk to the manager? I am the manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that guy. guy. Yeah. You want to talk to the manager? Have you ever worked anywhere, anywhere ever? ever? The manager doesn't know anything. <laughs> he's the same as me. He just has a different shirt on. <laughs> he's got a name tag. Yeah. It's got, That's he's, got it. the, he's the same thing. Have you not worked anywhere ever? Managers don't know anything. Get out of here. Yeah. I love that guy. You got any special coupons? Yeah, I do. And I keep them just for the smart customers that ask. It's 100% off. Your coupon expired last year. <laughs> right. No, we won't accept How it. long do you want this to go on, Karen? Yeah. You Do you have this item in the back? Yeah, we keep them all in the back. You know what's in the back? A plate of cookies that, <laughs> and our schedule with scratches on it. That's what's in the back. There's no magical uh, workshop like Santa's here. If it's not out, I saw you had it online. Well, things change. Yeah, talking to them, making people who are in charge of your food mad is the worst idea. And I know this hurts Brady because he worked at Porkopolis, and you want to believe it didn't. No, happen, it but. hurts more because I've eaten out a lot. Well, yeah, and you don't, but you don't stir it up, and you treat the staff well. You probably most of the time everybody's fine. I'm talking about the people that feel like. They have a slave at their disposal with a waiter or waitress that they can treat them like garbage. We've all been to dinner with a person who's like, what, what are you doing? Like that just even I can't get, believe that. You don't even get mouthy with them. You don't even get a little bit agitated with a waiter. If you do, don't eat. You can fight them all day, but don't eat the food. But Porkopolis was Tony Romas, and you don't know it. You, had, you thought, oh, not there. Oh, it was Tony Romas. It was, and Tony Romas was Bennigan's, and Bennigan's was Red Robin. They're all the same. Mid-level, nice, but... Same talent in each. And, they're, and, yeah, and you look at their resume, and they've worked at all those places. They got their training, spitting and pooping and stuff. Scott Reese is this guy, R-E-I-S. Scott Reese is one of the... This is one of the funniest things ever. You think I own this business? I love this You think I own Ikea? I'm a part-time employee halfway through a two-week notice. I don't give a shit. telling all my friends not to shop here. Tell them. You think I want five other yous running around the store? (laughs) Have them call me. I'll tell them. You think you hate this place more than me? I work here. (laughs) I know the sale ended last week, but can I still get a discount? Do you hear yourself? We can't go backwards. Time marches on. 
You want the sale from 15 years ago, too? When's it end, Diane? <laughs> you want that price? You're going to have to go through the quantum realm with Ant-Man. Do you know how much money I spend here? More than you should. <laughs> Meatballs ain't that good. <laughs> Save your money. End my time. Doesn't matter how much you spend here. We don't thank our donors. This isn't PBS. Every time I come here, my order gets messed up. Then stop coming. Make my day. Every time you come here, your order's messed up. Sounds like you're making the mistake. Look inward. You're ordering the wrong shit. I'd like to speak to your manager. I'd like to speak to your mother. Tell her she should be embarrassed. She raised someone to act like a baby in public. You want to speak to the manager, please? manager doesn't know what's going on haven't you ever worked anywhere before <laughs> i love that guy <laughs> but he couldn't be more right let me talk to a manager have you worked anywhere but manager's a guy who had this job before me <laughs> yeah uh, never never ever ever and there are people who will fight you on that i had a friend named jeff oh, and his wait. wife was like no they are hired to serve me and when i'm not happy they're gonna hear about it and i'm like you eat more human feces than anyone yep. I've ever the known. The customer is right. No, no, the customer is loud. <laughs> and maybe right, yes. but the customer will pay. That's the mentality of the people in the back. If you've ever worked in, in customer service, you know eventually the customer is just going to get theirs. But that one lady, she was horrible. I hated going to dinner with them because she was immediately... Did you just hand me my water with your thumb near where my lips go? I'm sorry, ma'am. I was just, I didn't, and the waiter was always kind of like taken aback by how quick she jumped. You take that back right now and bring me a water like a human would. And we're sitting at the table like, are you, I'm not eating here. I'm not, I'm not asking this guy for food. And then she comes back and says, that's better. I can't believe you did that. All right. And then she orders the, I forget where we were, but we all got salads, and I ordered one that was like just it's a basic starter salad. It's the green stuff, and mine had a couple of eggs and a honey mustard drizzle over the top, and she didn't order that. And he brings the salads out right after the water incident, and she goes, wait a second, what's that? And points to mine. And he goes, oh, that's the house salad. You got the whatever with Roquefort nonsense. Well, I want what he's got. Well, you didn't order that. And she that. pushed her plate away, and he goes, oh, okay, but you ordered this. And she goes, I don't care. I want that now. That Man, looks better than this. And he took it, and I'm like, hey, Christine, you're going uh, to eat human poop tonight. No, they don't do that. <laughs> okay. Tonight when you're like, my breath smells, it isn't the food. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> I remember this couple came in at the tail end of uh, Pork Cobblestown and Chandler and the lady, this... Uh, the waitress comes to me, Brady, this uh, lady would like to talk to you. Okay, come over here. You don't have a wine list here? No. Porkopolis Barbecue. Um, <laughs> we have um, two white wines and two red yeah. wines. I mean, they're right up there, but I don't have a, a list. Out right. list. Unbelievable. Right. Honey, let's go. 
Yes. Wow. I'm sorry, I don't have a wine list. Well, good. Um, at least they left before yeah. the waiter could start making his own wine in the back out of Jankum. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Hang on. I wrote them down. And I go, here's your list. <laughs> oh, man. So you, no, be, I so you would have turned into a dick, too. And then the next thing you know, Brady's peeing in people's meals. I had a buddy's wife that was the same thing. Anytime you wanted to eat with him, you'd sit down and she's bitching about everything. Oh, mean. Yeah, Just mean. Yeah, and, and I would always tell the sir, it, I, they knew which one was which, but I'm always yeah. like, that was not mine. I had yeah. the steak over well, here. I just make it a point just, now. Yeah. If somebody starts getting mean, I'm like, look, do whatever you want to her meal. That's fine. I, she deserves <laughs> it. Please don't take this out on me. I mean, this is just a thing. I'm, I'm going to be extra nice. I'm going to tip you more for this behavior. Oh, we'd never do that, sir. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, trust me, I know you would. And I've, I've been in restaurants before. It's not good. Yeah. I, well, the best one ever was my old manager, Bill Osborne, Gene Wilder's body, Jack Nicholson's voice, the best man in the world. And that lady that said, I'd like to speak to the manager. I'm like, you will, you will regret this. Bill is not the guy you want to talk to. And I go back and like, Bill, there's a lady over there at table 14 needs to speak to you. I don't know what you did, John, but let's go find out together. And he made me stand next to him. <laughs> what seems to be the problem, ladies? Well, we came all the way down here. We got our meals. Everything was fine. We never got our chili or our cornbread. Well, that's because of one simple fact, ladies. We don't have chili or cornbread. I think the heat's gotten to you. You might think you're at Chili's. Do you want to go outside and read the sign with me, or are you going to take my word for it? <laughs> well, we thought that... You thought. There's the first error. Wow. And I mean, he would eviscerate people that had complaints. It was great. And every time they'd say, I'd like to talk to your manager, I'd beam. Okay. <laughs> Let me go get Give him. Give me a second. What happened here? Well, we'd like to take care of everything for you. Well, we would like, uh, but there was a chip off of my glass and it sp- could have cut my throat. Did it? <laughs> no, but it could have. Yes, and meteors could have crashed down on all of us. I assume you want everything free. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't want it. I'm going to cut. Tell you what I'll do. The whole bill's free. Next time you're here, it's free again. Since you averted tragedy in such a horrifying manner. (laughs) Well, I didn't. I just know I never asked for anything free. No, you did in your own way. Yeah, you did. And I couldn't possibly live with myself knowing how close it was to your demise because of our chipped glass. (laughs) I'll be right back with your bill with a zero on it. I'll be back chipping all the other glasses. <laughs> and I'd stand next to him just smiling like, you asked for him. This is you. You did this. Well, he treated us terribly. How? He gave you a free meal. He was condescending. You got a free meal. Was that not enough? Three more, maybe? <laughs> you want me to drive you? to pull him off. You What's up with another? He got into a fight with a guy in the lobby once. He was mad because Bill treated him like garbage and still gave him a free meal. So people left like, I don't know what to do. Do you want me to drive you to the Burger King and buy you dinner now since you had such a terrible time? I, maybe I should grab your rent this month. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your onion loaf wasn't up to expectations. Hell, he was nuts. <laughs> he was a doctor. Got my uh was? Uh-oh. How come you never how come you're a bartender and a manager in a restaurant now? I don't like to talk about. It. What happened, Bill? What, what tell me. We were in the DR. <laughs> huh? Right. I forgot. The gorillas had taken over. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I asked why you're not <laughs> a doctor. In the- and I'm getting to it. So I had a choice. I had to side with the gorillas or the government. 
What were you doing there? I was a doctor. Okay. We're out in the jungle. I'm with the Sandinistas. And I'm like, where did they come from? <laughs> they were there. In the middle of a anyway, coup? the lady I was seeing fell off of her horse as we were riding from one destination to the next. As I tried to save her, I ended up killing her. And it made me not want to be a doctor anymore. You killed your girlfriend in the woods in the middle of a revolution? Yes. Don't talk about it. <laughs> and now I'm in the hell-baked state of Arizona, slinging ribs to hillbillies. <laughs> you think this was my plan? I live at the haystacks. <laughs> he was a doctor, all right. We had a, a person drop out in the restaurant, and we're like, There's, we never believed him. I was like, we need a doctor. And Bill came over and did 100% of everything right. Probably saved the guy's life. Did everything right. I'm like, you might actually have been a doctor. I tell you that all the time. Back when I was in the Revolution. <laughs> Just got a text from someone. I don't know who it is, but it says 20 years in the business. Never did anything to people's food. But I've seen it yeah, done. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every no, well, restaurant <laughs> yeah, everybody. And there are some people who don't do anything, but it happens. But you're complicit still. Oh, yeah. It happens. Eh. Are you? I think so long as you frown on it. Uh, and yeah, and doctors are, you know, like not just at, uh, restaurants and stuff and planes and things like that. They have to be yeah. perfect. Yep. They did. you see the story that they did the other day about, uh, um, what happens to a dead body on a plane? And that always interests me because that lady died on me from Dallas to Phoenix that one time. And I, I didn't know she was dead. They moved me, but she dropped dead on my shoulder. And later I found out that she had passed away or didn't make mm-hmm. it. And, I don't know. But they, uh, they have a protocol. And they were talking to flight attendants and stuff about what you're supposed to do. If there's no doctor on the plane, if somebody starts having a medical emergency ends up dying, like they're trained with a defibrillator, they're trained for CPR, supposed to do CPR for 30 minutes. But if there's no response, it's up to the flight attendant to say, okay, Make this the is call. it. Right. And what they're supposed to do is strap them in the chair. Well, what are we going to do? Because I always thought they right. had a place for them. Exactly. They don't. No, we're yeah, strapping up one of the floorboards and yeah, right. put it in the Well, little... I would assume maybe well, they we got a, that a live the... well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, just, there's got to be something that pops open and you stuff them in. But then you start thinking of the of the, uh, the visual optics of uh, stuffing a, one of the passengers into the floor. He's dead. What do you want me to do? They strap him up. And if there's no blankets uh, or if there's no body bag, you put a blanket on him. But could you imagine on a full flight, the person, because at least there was a place for me you to move. you got two hours left on your flight. Your, or or overseas flight. Yeah. Um, oh. And I, I know a person who, uh, there was a, it was a while ago. Lady next to him was like 90-something. And uh, had her little oxygen thing and whatever, and they had it off. Because like, I don't think you're allowed to have that on a plane, so it's like off. But she normally has oxygen. So she's sitting in the front, and she... The second the plane gets to altitude, like starts getting up, she starts going out. <laughs> just rooster tail and oh, diarrhea. All of her body functions shut down. And they're heading to like. Uh, Chocolate LeBaron. Yeah, they're oh. heading to New York or whatever, and they're midway over flyover. And it's not beneficial at all to just land in Kansas City. Right. She's dead. Show so they, must go they on. T- they took it all the way. Gotta be kidding me! And they just kind of moved her. And you That's know what, what else? I'm wondering: if the person dies, I mean, you got to wrap yeah. them for sure. I yeah, mean, they put them in a body. The release will happen. Exactly. The protocol is to move them to business or first class if it's available because there's less people. So you get an upgrade. Oh. 
Can you imagine that being in first class and all of a sudden Aunt Betty yeah, comes yeah. rolling in there? You, spend like, an extra, oh, you tripled man, the bill. Yeah. You're, you're reading your Esquire or Barron's. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. The seat next to you taken? No, and it's been wonderful so far. We're going to need to upgrade someone from the back. What's she doing in that bag? <laughs> what, what's that smell? She's dead, sir. What the fuck is going on? Welcome yeah. to Spirit Airlines. That's it. <laughs> <Spirit Exactly. Airlines. laughs> Where, you know, I, you reach your destination before we do. Yeah, it's, it's so I was reading the protocol about death on a plane, and the poor flight attendant's job is to bag it up. And we'll go get the body bag, and then you're just sitting there like reading American Era, the Sky Mall. Like, what do I help or do I move or we got to lay her down? What's the no full flight, sir? Stay in your seat. We're going to strap her up, and then you have to find a way to make him not slump. So you sit them straight up in the thing. Yeah, there's got to be straps that yeah, would go around. Like bungee around the yeah. chair, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and then you just sit Some there with zip the, ties and yeah, stuff to the, the chair. Body bag. <laughs> and then they got to get them off first. So everybody has to sit and watch it. But I did. Ugh. I used to, I used to until I saw the story, think that they had a holding tank. Like the live well in a boat has always impressed me because you don't see it and then it opens up. Oh, it's a huge space. I wanted to have that in a plane in case. And you stuff them down in there and they're just in the floor. I've seen that dummy waiter every now and then on some of those flights on the movies sure. where they go down to a lower level. Right. And the, well, those are those double-decker flights. Yeah. yeah. We should probably have that. I don't know. It's crazy. It's, it's, they should have a dead well. Yeah, they should have a dead person holding area. Or at least always have two seats available in case. But it's not. And, and also the statistic was crazy. One in 600 flights, uh, there's an emergency, a medical emergency. Not necessarily a death, but one, on average, one in 600 flights every day. There's 4,200 flights on average, I think, every day in the world. I think there's actually maybe more. But 4,200 flights, so one in 600 is there's seven a day. Is what if that you right? get three or four yeah. people and help you out and just put it, uh, lay it out and put it in the overhead luggage? You could probably slide it up there. Bag them up. What if it was like Dale Hellestray? Yeah, like that, you need six or seven. <laughs> you don't have yeah. enough space up top. Yeah, you're out on that. And Hellestray, he probably can't fly. His body won't tolerate that. But yeah, so that's how you do it. That's how you, that's how you make that happen. So, if, is there a doctor in the house becomes imperative because it's up to the flight attendant to do a couple minutes of CPR, give you a zap, and go, well, I pronounced this one dead. I got, no, I got nothing else. I got no training. I'm not reaching down in there. Bag him up. Put him back in his chair. Uh, drink service will be canceled today due to the dead guy. Yeah, it's crazy. I had that lady just drop dead on me. Just <clears throat> head falls. She was alive at the time. They woke her up, and then evidently I later. What? passed away but that we were between albuquerque and phoenix on our way back from dallas so they're like turning around the same distance as keeping on going so finish it up we were looking for a place to land when it started to happen i think they were going to divert to albuquerque but you fly south i think it would have been even up and they're like we're just heading we'll head into phoenix same well and then the yeah you get changed all the different flights. Well, you know, there. they can, I, I they can that do that. that hard. It's one yeah. flight. They can do one. It's no big deal. But yeah, you just move it out of the way. They, oh, they're always ready for a plane that goes, we need to come in now. But this one dead lady, I don't know how many people have to die on a plane before they're like, we're going to land it. Because my buddy Brian had that pooping lady and they didn't, they just kept going. He said she's breathing heavy. <sighs> Can I see my dog? <laughs> and turned into a Suzuki 250 and started shooting it all over. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shot up her back, out the sides. She just lost worst. control of her body. Before the leather, tweed seats. 
Right, the, the old ones, the old TWA. <laughs> it was an America West flight. <laughs> Imagine that, the lady next to you. No. Like, Ooh, man, this is getting a little... You do it on a plane. I thought we were going to body bag you that time you farted on that pregnant stewardess. She sprayed him down with strawberry air. No, this was a little sensitive. You got sprayed? Hosed him off. We're, oh, really? Yeah, we're sitting, I thought you were kidding. No, we were front row uh, to Columbus, Ohio, and the... The flight attendant was pregnant, and she's sitting there facing us in that front row in Southwest. She's facing us, and Brady gassed out. Didn't say anything because he doesn't, and he's just chuckling. And I'm like, oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. And the lady goes, you're disgusting. (laughs) Grabbed grabbed a bottle of Strawberry Glade, and within like a foot of him, just faced him. It's like Earl Scheib spraying a car or something. And she just said, you are disgusting. My senses are heightened. I'm pregnant. I said, calm down, sugar teas. (laughs) Uh, I am the customer. You didn't have any control of yourself (laughs) at all. Oh, come on, that's poison. Stop. (laughs) And he's bright red. He's thrilled with himself. (laughs) I farted in the death tube. All right, enough. You're a grown-up. And it was just disgusting. farted all over i didn't he tries to deny it with that kid giggle i didn't do it i swear i didn't and the lady knew exactly who did it by the chuckling nonsense that was going on a few feet from him and i mean she coated his ass with strawberry oh come on that's poison and then he starts getting mad. that's poison <laughs> i don't care i want you dead control your ass sir and then on the news last night, I'm watching the uh, story. And every time, I just think that if you take in a nephew, uh, he's probably going to kill you. There's a story. The headline says, Phoenix man reportedly kills uncle after fight over who sleeps on the couch. <laughs> and I start to read it. And I'm like, this is like a template for every time a nephew lives with an uncle. You've got to think about yes. why he's there. He's burned his bridges with his parents to yep. the point he can't live there anymore. And... Drunkle Dennis is always the one that, had that right, but it's not like you're rooming with your uncle. I survived it. You stayed at your uncle's house. You didn't. No, no, no. I had long. Charlie live with me. Right, and you would have killed. He would have killed you, but he hadn't. He didn't do it because he had to. We're, you're talking about Columbus and Phoenix. He stayed at your house. Yeah. Till he got his not be- right. Yeah. It wasn't because his parents are like, I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. So he goes down the street to his uncle's house. His parents are here. He lives here. It isn't like a family member doing a favor. It's like, all right, you can stay here so you're not in the street. Our buddy Thomas had it with his son. He's like, you have to find, when you have to find a place to live. Nephew lives with him for a reason. And Charlie probably would have killed if he stayed any longer. You had to boot him. You basically, had to say, let's get this together, kid. You can't stay here forever. Because he was gonna. He's playing video games all day. He's not doing anything. Couldn't find a place to live, so right. his dad buys a place here. <laughs> right. That was essentially what happened. He got kicked out by his rich parents and you. Into a better situation, into a, a great place downtown on Central that was just AC. And he ruined it. He ruined Son it. Son of a... <laughs> nephews that say, can I live with you? Not, can I stay with you? Can I live with you? I'm not allowed at home anymore. The answer is no. You're going to be in the news. The picture of the guy, he looks like Mo from The Simpsons. The poor kid is. Oh, jeez. Oh, There's yeah. problems. That's yeah. Sideshow Bob. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got too. the hair of Sideshow Bob in Mo's face. He looks like a Simpsons character, but. According to court documents, he had his hands up and told the police he just shot someone inside the house. He's laying on the couch. It's my couch. <laughs> they shot him like nine times. They had nine millimeter casings all over the place. Parts of the gun were everywhere. 
family member said that uh, Miller had a history of hallucinations and undiagnosed mental That'll disorders. That'll do yeah, it. because he's the nephew. Nephews that want to live with you will end up killing you. Nieces seem okay. But- and I did feel like I knew that a little bit going into that Charlie's not hallucinating too much and no. not into that. I mean, but you good need enough. Yeah, you, you were getting tired of Charlie. It was, time for it, was Charlie, time. it was time for Charlie to get yeah. moving. Nephews can't stay. He can't live with the uncle. He can stay for a week. He's a house guest. Six weeks. Yeah, that's too much by five. You give a nephew. You're an uncle. You, uh, you have no obligation to your nephew staying there. If the parents have given up on him, why is this subset of parents giving it a run? Come on. Who's always gotten along with Uncle Brady. Screw you guys. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Live with him. Make him your problem. They don't want him anymore. You shouldn't take him in. If your parents don't want you, no one else should. I can't imagine ever going, all right, Marcy, Dan, that's enough. I'm heading off to someone else's house now. <laughs> like that, that's it. If, if Nobody should accept you. You can't do it. But nephew living with uncle, ah, more than three months, there's a murder. Yeah, you and Charlie even. You would have been a Dateline special had he stayed 90 more days. What would have been the end of him? You really still here, Charlie? Get off my back, old man. <laughs> I'm going to lob his head off. You had fantasies about Charlie falling in the pool and stuff, probably. I did. Yeah, you did. No. Deep down. Sometimes think- when Charlie was wasting time and not working and playing video games, you, you kind of rooted for a truck to maybe bang into Charlie once. A couple of times. I know Ronnie did. Ronnie, Ronnie yeah. dreamt, of, Ronnie dreamt of his death. Good. Yeah, no, he didn't. You complained yeah, about because, he doesn't do anything. He never oh, no, does anything. Oh, no, when uh, we could go out and do stuff because so he, he could stay with Babysit. You yeah. used him. Ronnie wanted him dead for a while. He doesn't do anything. just sits around. And plus, you're going to work every day, and there's good old Uncle Char- or nephew Charlie and Ronnie in the same. Hey, Aunt Ronnie, went to lunch. <laughs> she's just fuzzy fire puffs shooting out of his eyes. She wanted to kill him. Because that's normal to want to do that. That was great because I, yeah, when is lunch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rose-colored glasses did never see a problem, but I'm sure Ronnie sat and said, we got to get Charlie out of this house now. Why? What's he doing wrong? He's not doing anything and he shouldn't live here. He's not ours. He's a drifter. Also, there's only, you know, you can only go so far on the scholarship program. What do you mean? I'm saying no, you know, free room and oh, board. Oh, yeah, you got to charge him. Like, okay. Right. It, either in the next step, if you're going to. You know, I'm not going to boot you out yeah. right away, but you're going to have to start. That's just you being non-confrontational in. and sweet. What you're basically saying was, "I'm sick of f- paying you." Well, I way. wouldn't do that to my. You know, I I answer that like I wouldn't do that to anyone else if I was living with my right. sister or whatever. After if a you while of it, I'm like, "Hey, can I uh, start in. paying rent?" I got to pay for something around here. If it comes down, and to he was point, cool about that. Where, I mean, well, yeah, because he knew he'd aced you for a good five weeks, and it's like, oh, now I got to start paying. Well, I'm going to find a place to live then. I was going to ride this until you got mad. Oh, nephew's living with with Anson. Says, uh, hold on, Bogan. Whatever happened to the punter? How long did he stay? <laughs> That's right, the long snapper or the whatever bodybuilder punter. Yeah. He was a week or well, that yeah, was, it was a that little was over planned, a week, though, right? That yeah. was planned. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't a drifter. Yeah. Motel six. Yeah, he needed a place. Kind of was. Oh, that's yeah, right. Long Brady's snapper. place is a Motel that's 6. Right. He's big snapper. on letting people from Columbus live. Oh, I hate You it. know he has an open door policy, people, don't you? No. <laughs> if you say, I'm an Ohio Twinks. boy and yeah. I need a place to stay. Well, let me just swing that door open yep. for you. OH. I love the OH. Is there one R-O. city in Ohio that you wouldn't accept anyone from? Like if there's a place that's just the dregs? No. I haven't come across it yet. Obviously not. Yeah. What is, I forgot this. Why did the long snapper stay at your house? I knew his dad. Oh, okay. 
And then I had a buddy that uh, was he combining it or something out? He here? was. He was trying to get into the NFL, right? So he's invited to this uh, tryout, basically, oh, right? Jared. Yeah, and Jared, and you didn't rent a car or anything. He, you towed him around too. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah, even yeah. worse. Yeah. I think yeah. I gave him a couple of rides. Couple. So you got you were a sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a good kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. Yeah, where's he now? Still makes you a sucker though. A- um, he is. Well, he went through part of uh, SEAL training, and then decided so it was offered. So he, he didn't failed. fail. Yeah. He was offered the spot. You can continue on, and he just wanted to see if he could do see, the program. I still it. think he's lying to you because he, you can't um, be a SEAL without being in the Navy. Yeah. He and was they don't just offer to, jobs to people. That does invited that, to go that, through that, the workout, according to him, or through the training. So he went over to Annapolis or um, wherever they do it. Maybe it was San Diego. I think I they know. do it in San Diego. Like, yeah. But either way, Coronado. you don't just get an invite to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. You got to be in the Navy. So like what you're candidate. like you're like Evidently. Top Gun on the beach playing volleyball and some dude strolls up to you and say hey you hey, know you should be one of us yeah really don't you come down Do and I try our workout no program? no skip yeah. all that so he's John Candy you guys got a good <laughs> but workout that was program. at least John Candy I asked joined the, the army thing. I had never heard of that yeah. before but. Evidently, I think you there misunderstood is. that. Your stories sometimes get convoluted. You heard SEAL and you assume Which that. Is maybe he's doing SEAL trainer. <laughs> yeah, SEAL no, it's trainer. great. Yeah, he was a SEAL trainer, and you're like, oh, wow. No, and they offered me a the... job in the sea. Holy cow, the Navy. One of those deals. I'm sure he comes back and he's just basically like, this one's flip flop. Watch what he can do. And they put a ball in his thumb. Oh, that kind of SEAL training. I misunderstood the whole. I've been telling the tale. I don't know how it works. But I know that the the seals don't put ads in the paper and say, "Come on down." No, except now, now hiring. Yeah, yeah, they don't just now hire seals. Don't do it, John. I had a bad one. My wife's sister got kicked out of her boyfriend's house. Yeah, I know. Needed a place to stay no. for the night. She said, three years plus later." What? That's on horrible. You. That's on you. That's on his wife too. And all oh, yeah, yeah, you can't be suckered that. The long. process is called S O A S Seal Officer Assessment and Selection. If you want to be an officer, you have to go through the process before you can you have to be in the Navy. Even go into the OCS, Officer Candidate School. Yeah, yeah but you have yeah. to be in the Navy. A candidate in yeah. the Navy before you. Evidently, he was in. He's just that big a badass. Long snapping in Ohio. His, his... Have you seen this long snapper? He was out on amazed. the beach. We got to get him in a war war zone. Look at Brett. <laughs> Brett's just shaking his head. <laughs> Thoughts, Brett? I, Quickly, I succinct. Got nothing. I yeah. mean, yeah. I just yeah. I these can't. are these are things in the world yeah. that are so foreign to you, and they only it happen is. to Brady. They only happen. No to one you. ever has it. Well, I had to live there, and then the, the seals offered him a job, and he killed Bin Laden. Like what? <laughs> the long snapper killed Bin Laden. That's what I think. I'm telling you. All right. I'm not denying it. It just is new news to me. The SEALs offering people jobs is something I've never once heard of. Until you and me. So I'm just going right, off but of I'm, what you're telling saying. me for the first time, and you seem normal with it. I'm like, I just don't guy think says, that's accurate. Uh, John Brady's buddy probably went to pre-BUDS, which is where they train guys to get ready for BUDS training. But right. You yeah. still have to be in the Navy like to go. That Jeff kid that worked here that wanted yeah. to be a Navy SEAL, but yeah. then they kicked him out. Right. He wasn't yeah, even allowed in the Navy. Was, uh, I don't think he passed his psych. 
you know his leg gave yeah. out. He had bum knees. His, his weed habit was still unstrong. Yeah. They don't Bottom just, line is, you do you do still have to be in the navy yeah, to get a job offer. Yeah. You're just a go-getter we're looking for. Do you like dressing up like the guy on the Cracker Jack I box? I do. You're in. All it takes is the uniform, the hat, and a little gumption. Yeah, so you can't really be in the Navy SEALs until you're in the Navy. Correct. Get invited. So I think what he did, he went through that thing, and they said, all right, you, you qualify. Yeah. You want to do it? We're right. going to station you here if you're going to do it. And he's Yeah, he did declined. Navy SEALs training somewhere else. Because Tiger Woods yeah. did, trained with the Navy SEALs, but... See, these are the things you got to straighten out. There was a story once where Brady's friend and uh, made love to Meatloaf on a forty-five-hour flight around the Earth once, and that the details changed later. <laughs> Meatloaf basically kicked the guy off a plane. Eric Zelmer, <laughs> they kicked him off the plane. They landed early to get this asshole off the plane because he wouldn't leave Meatloaf alone. <laughs> Gave him seven hundred in cash, <laughs> right? <laughs> and left him in a foreign land because the guy was bugging Meatloaf on the plane so much. So they've landed. That I had a lady die on me. We didn't even land. Meatloaf gets annoyed, and they're like, "Put this plane on the ground and get this guy out." And they did it. <laughs> My friend, my friend was a roadie for meatloaf. Wasn't even close to the truth, bro. It was before I won't do that. Yeah. So you got to take his stories with a grain of salt. And just, you know, get through the middle. Why have you not written a book? You should. And I then mean, I would edit what, it. And most what are you of the doing things, this radio thing? Yeah. I mean, well, my first God. off, have you seen his writing? <laughs> yeah. Second, yeah. his the sentence structure well. would be like, second graders would be like, this is a disaster. <laughs> And then later, sketches would be yeah, good. But how? Yeah. yeah. Well, the stories would be great. As you know, you need a ghostwriter. Oh you tell your stories, and then that guy would like go. If he didn't kill himself by the time all the stories had meandered to an end, rose-colored glasses, the life and yeah. times of Brady Bogan. Uh, is that right? Is what I think is is that should be called? <laughs> is that right? Plenty of people. Be yeah, plenty of people to back it up. You would plenty think it would be stories. in the fiction section, yeah. but it's not. No, it's and not. Then, I mean now. And then. The hysterics of the Brady audio book would be oh my, my favorite. God. That would be the best. Oh, he has to read it too. Yeah. Uh, well, the yes. He had chapter five. Chapter five is called uh, "On the Other Side of It." And then there, but do you know? Yeah, seals. That's not a thing. I have to decipher it. It's a puzzle. This word's not supposed to be. I see it goes here. Every fourth word goes over here. Yeah, it would be fascinating, though. And then I would write a counter book going, the truth. Brady, your story is cool, but I think this kid just ended up going to one of those trampoline places and exercising. <laughs> he was an exercise demon, and he went over to uh, jungle yeah. gyms or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was at Sky Zone for a weekend, and some drunk said, you should be Navy SEAL. Okay. All right. Got recruited right there at the Sky Zone. He's a blue angel. He's a fitness freak. Yeah, he is a fitness freak. That is true. That's easy to determine. Yeah, it's a very true thing. Yeah, but if you got an uncle or and you're like thinking about moving in with him, uh, think about what you've done to your parents to make it so. Why would somebody who didn't birth you want you around? Just stop. It's a tough one for the uh, you know uncles. Just you can't take in the druggy nephew. No, my dad it did never it with worked. ours. It's my dad did it. He took his nephew in our house and he was just doing heroin in the bed next to me. He had a spoon and a candle in the nightstand and shared a room with me. My dad was oblivious to drugs. Took in his nephew. And then like a few weeks later, again, same thing. Got him an apartment, everything else. Got him a job. They find him strung out on the job site. My dad goes to his apartment and he's got needle marks in between his toes. And he's telling my dad, some guys shoot up through their dork. You want to see that too? Oh. He's like, if you're that hard up for that, I didn't know anything. We learned a lot about 
that, but never. I, maybe that's my PTSD, but you never take a nephew in. If his parents don't want him, you shouldn't either. You're not fixing it. Military school, that's the answer. Get him in that SEALs training like Brady's friends. Anyway. Uh, the wake-up song. What do you got on the uh, big board today? Oh, the wake-up song is brought to you by Jackson Ride Shop. Our buddies over there. It is e-bike season right now. So going through September, every month they're having different specials. This month it's uh, 10% off all e-bikes and $25 off e-bike rentals. So go to actionrideshop.com. Check out what they got. And, you know, I mean, it's we do have some suggestions in there, but a lot of people are suggesting the new one from Slipknot. Done. And so we have that in the system we'll now, so we're going to get that one going. Got a text from my buddy Brett who worked at, or works with me at Tony Romas, and he goes, "I had to pull over." He said, "I wish people knew how true the Bill Osborne stuff was." <laughs> His, and Bill's the one who gave Brett the nickname "Hard Times." <laughs> Looks like you're creating some more hard times. Table thirty-five says they want everything free. What'd you do? <laughs> Why is there baby crying? Hard times. <laughs> hard times has done it again. I'm sorry. We call this waiter hard times <laughs> because he creates that. And eventually he gets to someone. Tonight, he got to you. So tell you what I'm going to do. For the rest of your life, you eat free here because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Drop the name Bill Osborne. Yeah. If Dave Pratt can write a book, so can Brady Boodog Bogan. <laughs> you heard that, right? Yeah, that's what Don no, King huh? called that's him on Don the phone. Don called him. Brady Bulldog Bogan. Yeah. <laughs> Brady the Bulldog Bogan. Oh, boy. Yeah. Don King didn't make a lick of sense, but he was given Brady. Talked about ants yeah. for oh, about eight minutes. Wow. absurd interview. Well, anybody that would agree to do Rocky Five has got to be well, It wasn't know, him. That wasn't really Don King. Oh, I thought <laughs> no, you were talking that was. No. Oh. Five? No, not in five. He was George in Washington Kane. Oh, stop. You know what I'm talking about. Well, he played the yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like but him. it wasn't Don But he still agreed to do it. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Don King had nothing to do with Rocky Oh, I thought he was in that. Just how much I pay attention to that movie. Just a boxing promoter. <laughs> My God. It's a black guy with tall hair. He just assumed. Well, that must be Don King. Well, it could have been Kid and Play for all I know. <laughs> oh, that's not making it better. Uh, King and Play. <laughs> You saw that video. It was why Don King rapping. Can't believe he's doing Rocky Five. Unbelievable. And it still it took two explanations to get through to him. No. Well, he agreed to do it. No, he did it. <laughs> he was never near the set. They were making fun of him. But you know, with uh, Brett Rocky, the movies those are real. Yeah. It's well, yeah, it's real yeah, life. That is true. That is a good point. Uh, it's new Slipknot here. It's called the Dying Song. And if they're dying next to you on a plane, they're gonna bag them up. I would be taking so many photos of that. How bad would it be? Like, they got to have something else because you don't ever see it on Instagram. They must take your phones and make it so you can't take pictures of that. Yeah, you don't. If I had a dead person next to me, I'd be taking a thousand photos of that. They're recording the fights, anything that yeah. happens. One out of 600 flights has something like that. You'd on. think a guy would take the uh, the selfie or something with the bag next to him? Yeah. They bag the thumb up. They bag the old broad up. Smells like cabbage and poop. Can I get you another snack? Yeah. It says, uh, according to an estimate, there are around 102,000 flights per day around the globe. 102,000? Works, works out to around 8,500 flights per hour. And on average, one out of every 20,000, 27,000 people die on Earth. So do the math. Wow. Because they said one in every 600 flights has an incident. That, I average. would totally believe that. Yeah. I, but I had read something. 600 flights as, is what? 300 people a flight? 200? They said that there were 4,200 planes over the United States. At any given or maybe it wasn't over the United States, but at any given time, there's 4,200 planes. Yeah, that according to this one, 8,500 an hour, there's 8,500 flights sense. in the air. Right? That's crazy. Well, yeah. Well, one's landing, one's coming up. So maybe, sure, sure. But uh, I mean, average it out. Wow. That's a lot. 
Well, eventually, if you fly enough, somebody's going to die next to you. Enjoy that. Uh, and it's the dying song. Time to sing. It's new Slipknot. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.